This is a Bulldog Radio Podcast. It's the MVSP brought to you by Bulldog Radio. It's me, Joe Nagy, joined by not Brandon Worth today. It's Barrett Jones in the studio. Barrett, how's it going? Good. I'm glad uh, I got the invite and to, to fill in. So yeah, you got the some, call. Yeah, call of the big leagues. Call of the big leagues. Yeah, minor leagues. You know, you know. Sometimes you got need that guy. You know, off the bench. You know, <laughs> yeah. Shoot a couple corner threes. Yeah, get warmed up. Get the microwave going. Yeah. Oh, microwave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what they call you now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick with that. Yeah. Brandon can't join us today. He had a couple things come up, so that way he couldn't join us in the studio for today. But he will be back next week, which is gonna be great. Maybe Barry will join us too. Who knows? Yeah, I'm always game to come on and uh, be on the show with you and Brandon. It's it's fun being back in the studio. Yeah, we love having you on, man. It's a great time, always. I mean, me and Brandon always love having you on, and Travis, too. So hopefully we can get the all four of us collabing once again one, one of these times. But before we get into the busy week of Fair State Sports, we got a great interview with Fair State cross-country runner Amelia Topolinski. So without further ado, we'll swing on over to the interview. <laughs> Now joining us in studio with Ferris State Women's Cross Country, Amelia Topolinski is joining us. Amelia, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So Amelia, these past two weeks, the team has finally been able to get back in action on the course. How good has it been to get back into competition and be able to look forward to race day every week? It's little, it's so nice because like, <laughs> like last summer, I knew we weren't going to have a season because of COVID and I was like not motivated at all for mm-hmm. any of it. I was like, yeah, I don't want to run anymore. This is terrible. I'm doing seven-mile recovery runs for absolutely no reason. Cause, you know, we were waiting for our indoor season. We had, like, I don't even know how long it is, four months of just training. And I was like, oh, jeez, like, this is not fun. But this year it's so nice because we actually it. have races and stuff. So Yeah, yeah I mean, just, just getting back on the grass again, having people to run against is, I know for me, it's just, it was such a weird feeling. Like, it's like, man, we haven't done this in two years. I didn't know what to expect this upcoming season. But, I mean, obviously, you've started off very well. How? What are your thoughts so far on the start of the season? Um. Well, Bulldog was awful. That was brutal. But I think True. everybody had a brutal race that day. Cause True. It was hot and it was hilly. And we hadn't run on grass in two years, literally pretty much. so long. Yeah. yeah. So that was brutal. But. I don't know. I kind of surprised myself last week at MSU, so that was nice. It was a good surprise. Yeah, you did but, very um, well. Yeah, and no, this week's been great too. So, yeah, it's yeah. been pretty good. Looking forward to you guys uh, ra- uh, running this weekend and kind of upcoming. But last year, like you said, didn't have the season because of COVID. How has the experience been now? Like you obviously did training last year, but now like you're back in the swing of things of being a student athlete with the meets. How has that kind of been balancing both your studies and athletics? It's honestly, it's been hard. It's definitely been hard because uh, freshman year, because I'm a junior now, so freshman year, um, like during our second semester, I got a job. So, and we didn't have an outdoor season. I thought we were going to, but we ended up not having an outdoor season. Mm-hmm. And then um, now for sure it's been a lot because I'm balancing. I'm only taking 12 credits, but my classes like have a big homework load for my major. And there's just a lot of homework, and I'm I'm working my job, and I'm doing practice. Like it's so much. But <laughs> no free time. It's yeah, no. I literally don't even go home during the day. I get up, I go to testing, I go to class, I go to work, I go to class, I go to practice, I go eat, and then I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it's full a day. Lot. It's the student athlete grind, baby. Oh yeah. You, you, you gotta love it. Not you for everybody. I hate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's really no in between. I could personally tell you, like, there's you either you just love the day or you hate the day. Yeah, there's really exactly. not like an in between. But um, I mean, obviously, got some big races coming up. Um, with the Louisville um, Lansing split, which will can't give out who's going where yet because it's confidential at this moment in time. But what are you looking forward to these upcoming races? Um, I hope I go to Louisville. I'm planning on it because he like kind of hinted at the fact that I'm probably going, and I've been doing pretty well. So sure, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely looking forward to Louisville. We'll we'll say that I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, which is gonna be a super fast course. Also, yeah, I mean, it's no, gonna be a fun time. I love Louisville. It's so nice because I mean, the last time we raced was freshman year, and it was so great. It's just a 5K, which I mean, you guys do 8Ks, but. You know, we have 5Ks, so it's pretty nice. But yeah. it was really fast for sure. Slightly jealous. But <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna hold that off and move on. Yeah. I mean, you could be jealous of me. I only have to run this uh, this upcoming weekend. So. Lucky talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, you're, when you're prepping for a race day, like, what's your routine to kind of get your mind in, in the game and stuff like that? Um, I used to prep a lot more in high school for sure because it's been, what, since seventh grade since I've done this. So nowadays I'm just like, eh. It's a race day tomorrow. Just got to, you know, make sure that I'm, I don't know, like I'm just happy with it, I guess. 
because I used to get like pretty worked up about it, and I'm like, you know, as long as I'm getting out there and trying, like that's all that matters. And yeah, I don't know. I definitely have like one routine though. I always get a slushy the day before. Oh, that's okay. an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like Some um fuel in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like cross country and like track runners can like invoke some of the things from baseball because like so many people are so superstitious. Like, gotta wear these socks. Gotta wear, eat this exact meal every at this moment of time every time and i know there's so many people that do that and it works but then some of the times it's like whenever you're at a hotel for an instance and they don't have that that meal that you're looking for like what are you going to do then then your whole your whole like psychological um, method is messed up for that but definitely going to be fun i know one thing you've been really excited about we've got new uniforms for the team how do you feel about those new yellow uniforms or red uniforms i should say yellow and red yeah i like them it's it was kind of weird because our freshman year we designed like uniforms that we wanted he sent us out um like a template or whatever and we all like made designs we submitted them and then we all chose one that we really liked and the one we chose was like gray and it had these lines on it and it was like there was like red and yellow still instead of ferris and all that but these ones are like totally different like they're red and yellow and i don't know i like them a lot i think they're kind of set up weird they're like basketball jerseys but they work and that's they all that work. matters so yeah the one the one collar like that was the only thing when i saw him i was like the uniform's cool but like there's a little collar there i don't mm. know what that is called it's the weird, dog yeah. collar <laughs> yeah <laughs> the dog collar <laughs> that might be that might be trademarked who knows as this yeah. episode it's now called the dog collar <laughs> dog collar unis but you said that you've been running for so long and being a runner your body's putting a lot of stress like running is probably one of the only sports that like you really have to watch over yourself and watch over your body what precautions do you try to take to minimize injuries and kind of help your recovery? Um, definitely rolling out. I don't do it enough, but definitely like stretching and rolling out. And I know everyone says, oh, you need to stretch all the time and roll out. But like it helps so much. It's definitely yeah. like if your legs are tight, you will like break in half. And ice baths are really nice, too. I hadn't done an ice bath in a long time. And I did one uh, last week before MSU and I felt great the next day. So. It's hard. It stinks. It hurts your legs really bad. But when you get out of it, it's really nice. It's a very soothing yeah. feeling. Yeah. But um, process. I mean, obviously, with this upcoming season, a new team, a lot of freshmen, one of the largest freshman classes we've had in a while. How has oh, it been yeah. like interacting with them and being able to be with some of um, your classmates as far as coming in with um, the, the third year class, I should say for you? Um, yeah. What has it been like with this new team dynamic as far as um, training and how the first couple races have went? I think it's been great. I think we've all had a really good time. The freshmen are all pretty, like, open. Like, they're just really talkative, which is awesome. Like, we all just get along. We all clicked really easily at first, which is nice. And now we're just, I don't know, it's like I've known them for my whole life. We've all just kind of been together and training and doing everything together. It's been great, so. And I know uh, cross-country runners, when they're running, they have a lot of preferences of, like, where they're at in in the race and stuff like that. What's kind of your favorite part? Is it like the rough start at the when you're trying to like bump each other, get the elbows in, and try to find your place in the crowd, or is it kind of like in the middle when you're kind of just basically on your own thoughts, trying to stay in the zone, or kind of giving your all in the kick to the finish of the race? It's definitely. Um, I like to start out slower, which I don't know if most people do that, but I don't know. Like I don't start out too slow, but I've noticed that if I start a little slower, I'll like have the chance to pass people, which I love doing. Like, in the middle of the race, just passing everybody. And it just it gets your, like, mentality a lot better instead of just starting out at, like, your regular pace and just trying to hold it. Mm-hmm. And then you could fall off or you could get separated from people. And once you get separated from a group, it is so much harder to, like, keep going. Like, your brain just literally is like, slow down, slow down, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. But, no, it's definitely, like, starting out slower and getting in the middle and just passing people. Yep, that is also my preferred yeah. strategy. It's just a different different adrenaline rush when it's, mm-hmm. like, just flying by people. Exactly. But um, final question for you, Amelia, and we ask every athlete on the show, what is your favorite thing about being a Ferris State Bulldog? My favorite thing? Um, pro- I don't know, probably just being on the team, being a part of the cross-country team. It's, like... Like, I came here for my major. I didn't come here for running. I, like, walked on late and, you know, it, like, isn't my – I mean, it is my priority. But, you know, in the future, I'm going to be focusing on my job, not running. But sure. for now, definitely, it's just being an athlete because it only lasts, like, a couple more years and then we're done. Mm-hmm. So definitely that. And it's so fun being with everybody and just being able to do stuff. Well, right thank on. you. Oh, sorry to cut you off, Brandon. But, well, thank you, Amelia, so much for coming on. We know you probably have a busy schedule that you got to get back to. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.
once again, thank you so much for Amelia for coming on the show. Really appreciate her taking time to come on the show. It was a great time and a great interview. But Barrett, like we said earlier, we got a very busy schedule coming up for Fair State Sports. You got a very busy schedule this weekend. You're going to be going all over the place. I mean, you're filming football Saturday, Saturday morning, basically. Coming back, you only have like, what, 30 minutes in between when you get back from football till when you have to be at hockey? Yeah, the, uh, we just had a meeting Wednesday, and uh, we sat in there, and I, I think I'm Rob Bentley, our SID for the uh, athletic department, basically said, you can be there, right? And I was <laughs> like, uh, sure. Yeah, he just kind of like heavily implied, like, yeah, you should be there. Yeah. <laughs> so what's Saturday? You got to go to Northwood. And then you guys got to book it back, and you got to make it back, like, in time for the 6 o'clock hockey game. Yeah. That's going to so, be great. That's going to be a tight squeeze. Editing uh, in the car. And make then sure yeah, everything's charged up so that way you can I don't know how that's going to work, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be an exciting week of, of sports. I don't know which, which game you want to get in here first. Uh, we'll talk, I mean, we can talk about the Northwood game coming up for football especially. That one's going to be a good game. Uh, Northwood, I think, is last in the GLIAC right now, which is – a good sign for us coming off the big win against Davenport. Hopefully we can kind of keep that rolling because we'll have the bye week coming up next week, and then we'll go on to play Grand Valley at Grand Valley, which is going to be the biggest game of the season so far. So hopefully we can get something rolling. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at the team last week, you know, for homecoming. Uh, obviously a couple weeks before, you know, you have the close win with Saginaw Valley. And uh, Coach Anise said throughout media, uh, throughout the week, he was saying, you know, hey, this that was our wake-up call. Uh, and they responded, you know, pretty well, you know, 38, nothing win over Davenport. And, uh, I mean, I guess it's just another good look to see if Northwood, you know, not even Northwood being a test, but really just to get everything tightened up. You know, you have that bye week as well to have that extra week of preparation for the Grand Valley state game, which, you know, like you said, is probably going to be the biggest game, uh, for the GLIAC this year. So, I mean, I'm definitely excited, but, uh, you know, it's going to be cool to go down there. I have to imagine, especially if the weather's nice, like there's going to be a bunch of people who go down to Lovers. But, yeah. uh, I mean, we got to focus on, focus on Northwood first. Yeah, definitely. And the one good thing about having kind of like Northwood, which is going to be, I, w I don't want to say easy game because when I say that, we're probably going to have a struggle. But it's going to be a game that's not going to be as important of a like to get the win, I guess. But especially have that second week. Then you'll have Jared Bernhardt back for this Grand Valley game that's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. I know he was like – think our people are saying that he might be back this week to play a little bit, but just to have him rest this week and then the following week is going to be good. But that Davenport game, it was something else to see. I mean, we started off really slow. It was scores in the first quarter, and I thought it was going to be just like when we played Saginaw. It was going to be a four-hour game again. That was just going to be a pain to be at. But we ended up picking it up in the second and third quarter and then kind of shutting the door. Finally, in the fourth quarter, they had a couple scares a little bit. But – I mean, you were down on the field. What was that kind of like? Uh, I, I definitely know that, like, the plan was uh, being down there, like, they were going to grind them away. Like, listening to the, the pregame speech was, was going to be their plan, especially um, Davenport didn't have, like, small guys, though. Like, I mean, the size. They had good. They had big guys. They right. just didn't the have size... the same, I guess, I don't want to say talent, but they just kind of had the right not as good of players, I guess. Yeah, like, the size was definitely not, like, disparaging as, like, you would think. Um, but, I mean, I, I mean, give credit to Anise and his staff to – to game plan a, a really good you know scheme for this team um, yeah. basically wear down Davenport's defense with the running um but yeah like you mentioned like Bernhardt's gonna be back um I think the plan is to have him play you know, or be ready for Grand Valley yeah I, I cannot imagine he plays this weekend um yeah risking. I think that's probably what yeah Anise is not gonna start him I don't think he wants to risk uh another thing especially yeah. going to Grand Valley because like last uh, like last week against Saginaw and then Davenport and then probably this week one thing that we definitely got to work on is the throwing because that's one thing that was very I want to say lackadaisical but was very like lacking in like what we needed to do because when we tossed Evan in and he threw it he didn't look super well he had a couple incompletions off the start against Davenport and then he tossed him Malik a little bit and he was struggling a little bit to get it dialed in and then near the end we were starting to get it we got I mean to Tyrese Hunt Thompson had a couple passes was really good then we had Childress with a pretty I think it was like a 30 or 40 yard pass for the yeah. touchdown which was Good to see, but that's one thing I think that they're going to be looking forward to for Northwood is starting to get that dialed in and kind of working on that because we'll have Jared, who's the run-first quarterback, and who can throw pretty accurately within about 20 yards or so. He didn't have the greatest like arm strength, I'd say, the first week, but nonetheless, he still played extremely well. But I think that's the one thing that they're going to be working on is kind of dialing the passing a little bit if need be against Grand Valley, which most likely they will. And I almost think, like, this is a blessing in disguise to have Bernhardt, like, nicked up in the Ashland game. Yeah. Uh, is to, like, not put a lot of film out there of 
uh, what he can of do. what he can do. I mean, obviously, the first two weeks was all over probably the Gleak. Yeah, and I'm sure that I mean it was all over like eat, like yeah every sport. I'm sure, eyebrows were raised uh, after the first game. I'm sure people down in Grand Rapids were probably like, "Whoa!" Like this guy ran for six touchdowns. He had you know he had all these touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, he's insane. You know? Yeah, it was insane. So, but it's probably good because you know I, I feel like he has a grasp. Like just being there on the sideline, like I feel yeah. like he has a grasp of the playbook. So I'm not concerned about that whatsoever. But like you know if he you know, if he plays in Northwood, maybe like Coach Nees puts him in for a series. But you're right. Like I would like to see uh, us work on like having like a passing attack in case like you know they decide to stack the box in Grand Valley and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it's good to see like you know some younger guys, uh, honestly guys we've had in class, like <laughs> come out and play. Yeah, and uh, score a couple really touchdowns. Cool, yeah. It was really cool. Like I have Tyrese in two of my classes, and I just would talk to him about like what that was like, and just kind of talk to him and then i mean i have like other guys like some of the linemen and stuff in my class and i mean just seeing them around campus you're able to talk to them about what they were thinking about and kind of what the game was like so it's really cool to kind of see them around and be able to kind of like get another perspective of the games but speaking of grand valley they're going to be taking on saginaw valley this week which is probably going to be a tough test seeing how well they played against us Uh, grand valley basically has like the same skill set kind of the same scheme a little bit and you know it's gonna the one bad thing though is saginaw valley does have like the same offensive like uh, set up as us, so maybe Grand Valley is going to be taking advantage of that. Uh, but that's going to be a good uh, game to watch. That's going to be at, I think, Saginaw Valley. If I'm no Grand Valley, sorry, at Lovers. So that's going to be at two o'clock uh, Saturday. Wayne State is going to be taking on Northern Michigan. Probably going to be another L for Wayne State. They haven't found their first one in the GLIAC so Tough. far. Hate Tough. to see it, but it's true. That's going to be four o'clock. That's going to be Wayne State's homecoming. So hopefully they can maybe shock the world a little bit. And then Davenport's going to be rounding out GLIAC play at one o'clock. At Curley Stadium at Davenport against Michigan Tech, so it's gonna be good. I mean, it's gonna be great. I mean, it's it's actually just truly amazing to have football back. Uh, you know, Coach Anise went on Ferris Sports Update, one of the studio shows here at Ferris, and he talked about how he loved the energy of the crowd and uh, of the fans. You know, we've thankfully all the home games have been here at the front end where the weather is actually you know pretty nice. nice. It has not miserable yeah, to be at. It hasn't been bad all. I mean. All three games so far here at home, they haven't been, you know, it's been a couple clouds here and there, but no yeah. rain. So it's been cool to see the fans pack the house. Yeah, especially. I mean, it wasn't as, bi- like, when we or when we played, uh, I'm blanking, Saginaw Valley and stuff, and Anissa was like, we need to rock the top, pack it up. And then especially against Davenport, like, I'm surprised at how many fans, like, stayed for as long as they did for a lot of those games. Because, like, most of the time last year, I guess not last year, but two years ago, You'd see a lot of it clear out. Even, like, the regular fans, like, the people that are just from the community of Big Rapids, they clear out around the third quarter or maybe second half. But the student section was rocking up until, like, the last second against Saginaw Valley. And even when we were up, like, 35-0 to zero against Dav- Davenport, there's still a lot of people there. So that's really great to see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, like, it's just awesome to have sports back. I mean, yeah. you, you see, like, you know, the, there's definitely an absence uh, yeah. or there's something missing there. The, the, the vibe on campus is different, too, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of, like, to have, like, something else to, like, talk about a little bit. Because, like, especially when you're with friends, it's like, are you going to go to the game? And then it's like, then you have something to talk about, you have something to plan with, and you'll be able to, like, fill up and have, like, some sort of, like, fun on campus. But before, it was just like, oh, like, are you just going to go to class? Like, that's all you <laughs> yeah. that was all we really could do is just nothing else. Yeah, I mean, I hated online school. So Same here, it's dude. Cool that it's, hated it. Yeah, it's cool to have uh, stuff to go to, especially, like, that was the whole reason I – split up my last semester so I could come back here and work for athletics to have all these sports back. And it's, it's been really cool. Like it's not even just like the football games, like soccer is finally coming back. Yeah. I, have to, ima- pack I and- have to imagine if you want to like transition into that, like I have to imagine that's going to be, yeah, that's what I was, that's actually the sport I was going to bring up next is women's soccer. Yeah. Like I, I have to imagine that's going to be full, uh, you know, as full as it can get really there. I mean, they don't only have a couple sets of bleachers, but mm-hmm. I mean, both sides for the most part has been packed yeah. either well, way. I- even like even so like fans like pack it up with like their lawn chairs and stuff they really fill up that little space that we got for like the viewing area and it's yeah. it's a great situation they're going to be playing Davenport tomorrow which is Friday I think this episode will be air- airing Friday morning so they're going to be playing at 4 o'clock at home against Davenport it's going to be a good one Davenport is one of the better teams in the GLIAC I'm pretty sure but nonetheless we're really rolling Northwood was kind of a tough one to go against uh, Northwood has a great soccer team 1-2-1 two to one. A little bit different from our high-scoring games that we've been seeing for the past couple of games, but maybe we'll get back on track with Davenport and get some more shots on that. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, awesome to be back home, and we went on a long road trip, five games, and uh, for us to be coming back home, especially during uh, a time, I think I said this last time we were on the pod, but, like, 
you know, for them to be getting into form and then come back home uh, yeah. for a stretch. And then, like, this is their probably their tune-up game right before they have to play their own Grand Valley game, which is yeah. uh, away Sunday. So that'll be, um, you know, pretty interesting to see because we know, you know, that was like the decider of the championship of the makeshift season they had in the spring. And, you know, Grand Valley prevailed um, in a very windy game, like one to nothing or something. It yeah. was just – It was not the greatest of, like – Situation, yeah, yeah, conditions, because it was just a miserable game to watch. Yeah, it was like raining, spitting. There was winds gusting everywhere. It was just, it was just a gross day. Um, but you know, nevertheless, like it's gonna be really cool because they, uh, after that Grand Valley game, they're home for the, like the next five games. So mm -hmm. um, it'll be pretty cool to have them back, and then you know, hopefully, Coach Henson has the girls in a really good spot, and we go deeper into playoffs, which would be really mm -hmm. neat. Yeah, it was really cool. Shout out to Bree Rogers for scoring the two two own lone goals. Uh, against Northwood uh, last weekend. Great for her. And then uh, one of her goals was assisted by Grace for Hodge, uh, who's been red hot as well. So hopefully all of our little girls can kind of get back in stride. And, I mean, 2-1, it doesn't seem like something to be, like, worried about. But just to see, like, we go from six goals with, like, almost, like, 20 shots on goal at a game to now going to only 13 shots and getting two goals, it's a little bit, I wouldn't say a wake-up call, but it's something to kind of watch out for, especially going in against Davenport. So Yeah, and Bree, shout-out to her, also Gleak Player of the Week for that those two true. goals. So, um, But, you know, that's been just watching them. Like, I haven't been around the soccer team that much. Like, uh, I was with them for the spring for yeah. filming for that. But just to see all the uh, the older players and the kind of the veterans, if you will, come back here and for their final season and – it's actually really cool to have like cornerstones like in the back end with Gilmore and and you know have Bree in the middle mm -hmm. kind of being a facilitator um, yeah. for the younger strikers, which is really cool because um, you know it's also cool to have a transfer Izzy Zamorini come in yeah. and be able to have production in that way too. So uh, it, it's really cool. Like it's just awesome to be a bulldog man. Like to come back here and yeah, like, just to like to our have sports, sports are like killing it. Right I know now. sports are killing it. So it, it's really neat and. You know, I'm just excited. Like, hopefully we can all have some deep runs here and it'll be, uh, you know, really fun. Yeah, definitely. I think we – and especially shout-out to the girls' soccer team because they just got to 11th in the nation for women's soccer, which is a very big accomplishment. Yeah. That's 11th really? in the nation. Yeah. Like, not just 11th in Michigan. Like, yeah, or like, 11th in, like, the Midwest. Or like Midwest, just, yeah. It's a, the, the whole thing. That's a crazy thing, too, is, like, football team's number two. Or are we number one? I can't remember. Two or one. Two or two, one. Two, flip flopping or one, a little bit. It's whoever. I think it's uh, like for football. I think it's us in West Florida. Yeah. Uh, don't mention West Florida. Yeah. So yikes. But nonetheless, what's yeah? Football is number two. Soccer's number eleven. Volleyball is coming up too. They're gonna have some pretty tough games as well. So yeah, which just, is gonna be fun to watch because they're playing Purdue Northwest uh, tomorrow, and then on Sunday to cap out the weekend, they're gonna be playing Wisconsin Parkside, both at home. So hopefully. I can. I know I'm working one of the games. I don't know if I'm going to be working both though. But. I'll be. I'll be there for both. But it was yeah, a, filming. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll be filming. So it, it was exciting to see. You know, uh, coach Coach Tia. Uh, she's talked about how young her team is. Yeah. But despite like the age and only having like two seniors on her squad, they've done an excellent job um, dealing with playing a really good team. And we beat Grand Valley here at home, which we talked about was the team that beat Tech and Northern Michigan. Uh, two of you know, for the most part, the most like the yeah, two good, the two, two good, yeah, two top two in two, the GLIAC for preseason, and yeah. then for Grand Valley to go and beat both of them, I think it was both of what like they both, came to their place, yeah, beat them both times, but they couldn't cap out the the hat trick, I guess, for for away sweeps against yeah. against us. So it was good to see. And then Davenport, I mean, we stomped them three zero. So. Yeah, and that that team actually, like, I know the scoreboard said three zero, like we swept them, but like it was pretty close. She said in these. Uh, Coach Tia said in her in her interview post game, you know, saying like that team actually has some very good like potent offensive weapons. Like there's a girl who can jump pretty well, and the libero is was pretty good. So, yeah. um, you know, I I think Katie O'Connell had a, a phenomenal night. So mm -hmm. it was just uh, she was also celebrated for a thousand uh thousand, thousand kills. kills club. Yeah, a thousand yeah, kills club. Prestigious so, club to, yeah. to join the so join like, makes that one. Yeah, That's crazy. So she's in a small small group there and i mean just to see her from last year and then pick up right where she left off uh to come back here for her final season and you know hopefully go a little bit deeper uh than last year but you know despite us being very young i i, I feel like our team is pretty good yeah um, and the good thing too yeah. about like seeing the success right now especially with the young team is like those young girls that are going to be basically the the facilitators of the game and the and the ones we're going to be teaching the the girls that are going to be coming in the future 
it's good to see that like they'll be able to know like what it takes to get success and especially seeing it so early it's very promising now that they're going to be you know the freshmen are going to be turning sophomores sophomores are going to be turning juniors and those upperclassmen that are you know going to be moving on they know that they can leave the program in good hands yeah i mean we have we have 11 freshmen that's crazy. Eleven freshmen, two seniors, and then the rest. How are, many of those freshmen are starting? Um, if you look at it, I mean, you're talking. I mean, one, two, three, like, like four are in like the main rotation. Four are in the main rotation. They're That's freshmen. Crazy. Some of them, yeah, like it's, it, it's ridiculous to see like, you like you mentioned like people are going to be getting this experience, especially playing, um, you know, and I think especially during Davenport in the final set, like we definitely threw out some, some girls that don't play that much, but it was good to see them get experience and like have them crack the, uh, I don't know what you call it, the first rotation or the yeah. first lineup. I think, I don't know, I'm not too well-versed in volleyball lingo, but Neither I think that's I. what it is. Yeah, but re- regardless, like you're if right. If we get it wrong, you guys can let us know. Yeah. Regardless, you're right. It is, uh, it is good impressive. to see the young. Yeah. It's, it's good impressive to see. and promising. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. All right. Move on. <laughs> we got, what, what else have we got in the I mean, docket? You can this keep week? talking if you want to. No, what else have we got in the docket this week? Uh, shout out to Brandon. He's going to be down, I think, in Lansing tomorrow, and I think running in Louisville as well. Uh, the cross team, both men's and women's, are going to be uh, running. They're going to be doing the. I think I forget what it, they he called it. Like it's just it's two back to back, but they're going to be traveling once from, like I said, Lansing, then down to Louisville for the Greater Louisville Classic, where they're going to be facing. The, off against a lot of the D1 teams uh, for both meets this weekend, so hopefully they can do some some good stuff. Shout out to Amelia and Brandon. Hopefully they can do well as well as, well as all the other uh, people on the cross team. But the big one that everybody, I think on fair on the campus of Ferris is looking forward to is hockey is kicking off this weekend, which is going to be quite the spectacle. Yeah, football. Or not football. Hockey takes <laughs> on. I'm sorry. Hockey takes on Miami. Uh, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, Miami of Ohio. Ohio, my, 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 yeah. Miami of Ohio. Miami of Ohio. Called. The Red Hawks. Uh, yeah. Previously eight and twenty-one, uh, in like four last seasons. So, uh, thankfully we don't better, have to play better than us last season. Think, yeah. I mean, the Bulldogs only produced one win, but I, I think we also had a bunch of injuries. It was also a weird season. Half the team got COVID. A lot of the the cultures changed. Guys have got. I mean, Logan Stein. I think I heard has lost like. 30 or 40 pounds or something like that. He's, well, I he's, did not know that. Why? How do you know that, Joe? I heard it from – I forget who I heard it from, but somebody said, said it. And so I'll, so I'll take great, their word for so he's it. he's in excellent shape? I'm guessing so. He must All be. Right. I've, but I, I didn't know that. But it's going to be – no, you're right. Yeah. It's going to be exciting this I weekend. Think, yeah, and it's just going to be a bit – I think that the culture change has been different too. I know Daniels is saying how he's a lot more excited for it this year. I think the guys have bought in a lot better – and, I mean, we got some very solid players who are coming up. Logan Stein's probably going to get the nod a couple more times. I The only thing that I'm really worried about is our defense. The only, that was one of the big things that was lacking last year. Our offense was a little bit stagnant at times, but when it was needed, I mean, we, were, we could produce. I mean, we scored five on Minnesota State, the best team in the nation last year. When we when needed, we could score on, you know, Northern Michigan, Michigan Tech, some of the good teams as well. But the defense was one of the big things. Our, goal, our goaltenders would get 40 saves, but they'd also face – 50 shots a game so you can only stay locked in for so long and be able to kind of stay focused until you know it just becomes too much yeah and thankfully we don't have to play like uh a top 10 team in the nation right off the bat like yeah we don't have to play like Bemidji or like we'd open against Bowling Green and they were ranked I believe eighth and I mean it's just tough it's just tough like you know you don't get your not a cupcake game but you don't get an easy Warm up it's game. it's one that can challenge you, but it has enough promise that like you could get a win and you could start it off easy. Or not, I guess not easy, but start off a good season. Especially now you're going to Western Michigan next weekend, which if we remember last time we played them, it was not a good showing either. They were yeah. running all over us. Yeah, and also, and then you have to go to Minnesota like right after, like they, then they go on this long road trip. Like it's it doesn't get easy for them, especially at the start. So like hopefully building momentum early against the Red Hawks here and then carrying this into Western. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can, we can see some promise, but yeah. the I team mean, has a great opportunity right now. Yeah. Like I think, I mean, hockey, regardless, I know it's our only D one sport on our, on our campus, Yeah, but 
I, I still think like people still get up for hockey. Uh, I know the football team is, you know, people go that go for that because it's, you know, it's absolutely fun. You get to tailgate. Yeah, it's, and, it's to, free, and it's free. And it's free. And it's free. Yeah. <laughs> and it's free. So uh, I think it's, it's, it's cool to, you know, have people back and, you know, they're not going to have, there isn't like capacity limits or anything like yeah. that. So I heard it's sold out for the, for, at least for yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And I think like Sunday it's, it's close to as well. Yeah. I know they sold out for uh student tickets. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna be packed. I mean, hashtag pack the house. Pack the what's our what's our the dog Aewaglaven is the name of it. Oh yeah, I think you meant the student section. Oh yeah, the student section is the dog dog pound. Go dogs. <laughs> but yeah, like regardless, it's gonna be probably packed, and I mean, it's it's gonna be fun. Like people, I mean, there's it's a big deal. Like I remember it was weird doing it during COVID because there wasn't a lot of people like. I wasn't really sure, like fam, like family and friends would would have would come or would be allowed to come. Yeah. So and now it's gonna be cool to see like all the students are back, stuff yeah. like that. It's it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be such a fun time, and I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be working it, which is gonna be a great time seeing everybody around and being able to just kind of experience that for the first game of the season. I know you're working it, like I said, you're gonna be coming right from the football game. Yeah. Which is gonna be quite the experience for you, but nonetheless, I think you can handle it, Barrett. Yeah, we'll. We'll have the batteries charged and we'll have <laughs> the cards dumped off. It'll it'll be all right. We'll we'll be able to take care of it. But um, yeah. yeah, it's it's gonna be exciting. Thank the Lord, it's gonna be cold. Like I'm totally fine sitting in the ice rink chilling yeah. out. So yeah, toss it, on the toss on the jacket or something. You'll be fine. Nah, maybe we'll see. You haven't jacket really in our ice rink. No, it's pretty nice. Yeah, just to watch climate control or something like that. You know, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, the different. I think what is it? I think I read somewhere like on ice level, it's like zero degrees or something like that or whatever or it's something crazy and then like you get like three feet above the ice and it like changes by like 15 degrees or 20 degrees or something like that uh i forget what it is i I hate to break your heart i don't even know how to skate i that does not surprise me (laughs) why why? (laughs) i just i've never i never learned i played everything else but hockey i don't know i just said it doesn't surprise me it doesn't mean anything what are you saying about my ankle strength i don't do you have weak ankles or something? Yeah. Can you not go on? Tie the skates a little bit tighter. You're fine. I, I've never. I haven't skated. I, I don't remember the last time. You ever time skated before? Skate. No. No. You've never skated? No. So then how can you tell that you can't skate? Well, because if someone put me on the ice right now, like, I probably Who knows? You could be a natural. I can't roll. I can't roller blade or roller. Okay. Well, what's that's the, What's that's the a four wheels called? Skate. Like, roller they're, skate. They're skates? Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. That was a traumatic experience. Even skate, up. bro? Even skate? No. <laughs> skate. Skate fast. What's the what's the quote? Skate fast. Eat. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can film the blind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, right now, while we're recording, though, it's Thursday. So once we finish this, I'm skedaling right home so we can go watch Thursday night football. Because we're gonna be cutting it close, Barrett. We're gonna be cutting it real close. Uh, yeah. It's currently 7:32 as I speak these words into the microphone. Um, but yeah, Thursday night football. Uh, it's a gambler's a game. gambler's delight. I <laughs> yeah. guess you could say. Yeah. It, what uh, is it? It's Jacksonville it's, versus like J- the Bengals or something. Jacksonville like that? versus the Bengals. Oh, that's yep. that's a great money line right there. I let me tell you the. I mean, I don't even know what people could be excited for. I mean, the zero and three Jags versus the two and one Bengals though. It's gonna be so a real barn burner tonight. Could tell be. You what. I mean, defense might not be existent, but Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow might hook up for a lot of touchdowns. I mean, uh, hopefully. <laughs> do you think if Urban Meyer loses this game, do you think he's done? Do you think he just, like, disappears into the night? Yeah, do you think he team? just, like, leaves a note on his desk and is just like, hey, like, I'm not good at this. I'm I'm a peace out. I don't know how to lose. I don't know how to <laughs> deal with adversity. I'm not used to this. I'm I, not used to playing good teams every week. I don't know how to play without a hundred five-star recruits. <laughs> like, I feel like that's how he is right now. Well, I mean, he said like every week is like playing Alabama and it's like, there's an Instagram thing that's like that I laughed at. It's like, what do you think you're going to be playing like Purdue every week or something like that? Like <laughs> that's like the one thing that shout out to Purdue <laughs> shout out <laughs> boiler up, baby boiler up. But that's like yeah. the one thing about like this situation that like when he started coaching, I was just like, you know, I don't know how well it's going to go for him because like he'll have a lot of good players, but he won't, the team who he's going to be playing are going to be, I mean, it's way better. Yeah. Like you don't have five stars riddled across the field on this team. And you also don't have like, you're not playing cupcake teams. And you don't have, and you don't have players who like 
I don't know. You're not once you you're my not being is, up on Illinois who can't pass the ball. Yeah, and like my thing is like when you get to like at least for coaches, I feel like it's ten times harder for you to motivate players because it's like, what do you need to motivate them with a championship? Like they've already are at the league. Most of them are complacent of where they're at. Is what I'm saying. Whoa. I'd say I'd say like six. It's hard because most of these guys like they're working in college and high school to get to the NFL and to make money playing football. They're there already. They're just trying not to get cut. They're just trying to basically – I don't think there's a lot of guys who are striving to do the extra thing because they're just trying to get the money while they can. Whoa. It's not really a hot take. No, I, I feel – no, I think you're right. I, I feel like it's it's interesting how, like, coaches – like, Saban tried to do his spin with the Dolphins. Failed. And he went back to, to Alabama. Or he yeah. was – we went to Alabama. Now look at him. He's, He's one know, of the greatest argu- college coaches Yeah, arguably ever. probably one of the greatest coaches ever. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at – I mean, it's, there's just a big difference. Like, I mean, I know Harbaugh hasn't had the, a crazy success in college, but, like, for a guy to do really well in the Super Bowl – or I'm To bring, NFL, a, yeah, bring an NFL team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then, and then go and then – Poop the bed, basically. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it kind of doing the inverse, I guess, if you will. But yeah. I guess uh, – I mean, Urban Meyer, you know, there was links for him going to that USC job, and he didn't say no. <laughs> so that's interesting in itself, but I, I think it's kind of funny that like he comes here and tries to do all these things. Like, uh, was it Dabo Dabo Sweeney? Dabo Sweeney could not do. I feel like what he does at Clemson, um, he could not do. In the he NFL. could not do that in the NFL. No. So, um, yeah, like I just think it's you know it's it's interesting in itself. But I mean, last week we had a really good Thursday night football game. We had Washington and uh, the Washington football team versus the Giants. And <clears throat> almost hit a parlay on that. That was really cool. But how much you bet? Five bucks. How much would you won? One seventy five. Dang. I I took the wrong. I took the spread, and I should have took the money line. Dang. Should have, dude. If you see me should've right now, I, I have a clown face. You would have had a. You've been a hundred and seventy dollars richer. I know. Do you think I would have been cool? What could have been? You know. I I know. I actually cried going to bed. No, I'm just kidding. How but, much? How much do you think the guy who? Almost, who didn't win the 750k Wait. cried how much do you think he cried um actually doing an update on that story because it was a free promotional bet so he couldn't technically cash out oh dang so he actually ended up winning like 350k really because FanDuel, right, well, FanDuel, FanDuel, FanDuel like FanDuel actually was like oh, the, for the people and like uh for the culture yeah for the culture gave him back his money what or, a what a what an organization they are yeah like that's some barstool would do yeah, so, I don't think that's like if you like you did that to like an actual casino, like they would be like, "Oh man, that's tough." Yeah, but I, I don't know. That's like the one thing that I've noticed with like a lot of like these modern like betting things, like especially like Barstool and Penn National and like FanDuel and like DraftKings and stuff. They're more like trying to make it more of an experience rather than like a business type deal. Mm-hmm. Like I've not gambled because I'm not 21 yet, so don't. I guess my opinion isn't valid yet because I've not experienced it. But like from just like. The person who sees on social media and stuff, it seems like that type of gambling and that type of like atmosphere or whatever is a lot more like fun to do than like the traditional gambling sense. Yeah, I think it's just a, it it adds more weight or uh, yeah, adds more weight to like these games. Um, I kind of do it time from time, but like you know, I don't have any yeah. money, so like just, you know, it's gonna I'm not money every on, once in a while. Yeah, you know? like I'm not throwing on. A hundred. I'm not throwing a hundred bucks. You're not like a gambling degenerate who's yeah. spending so much money. You're just like, hey, every once in a while you toss well, a few bucks. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Well, maybe. Well, but, no, no, maybe. Never, but, never, well, <laughs> you never know. You never know. Never know. Never. Maybe never. if there's like a crazy mismatch or something. <laughs> crazy. crazy. Nevertheless, nevertheless, so uh, we have Jacksonville and the Bengals tonight, and so um, that'll be pretty exciting for those. Yeah, I'm, to I'm excited. To, excited to watch that. Uh, do you want to preview a couple games here? Yeah. Um, Which maybe, ones are you looking forward to? Well, obviously the you know the Lions. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the Lions. Lions yeah, <laughs> but yeah. they could uh, easily win this game. They're playing the Bears. They could. They could. Bears I mean, are in shambles they, right they now. They definitely could. Bears uh, are in sham- shambles right now. Um, I. I mean, the Bears are. I think you know talking about your uncle, uh, Matt Nagy. Yeah, yeah. On the hot seat, if yeah. he loses, do you think he's out? He very well could be. I don't know. The situation right now, like, I don't know. Because they don't – I don't think they played around Justin Fields, like, as best as they could have. Because Fields is a good quarterback, and he has the mentality of, like, a winner. And I think he is able to 
you know, do some good while like as a rookie and he's able to like learn very well, but they just don't implement like a scheme that really fits his play style very like good. Like they're more like kind of fitting around Andy Dalton and Andy Dalton and Justin Fields have such drastically different on field talents and skill sets that like when you try to fit one around them or make them like work it, like work the scheme when you try to make them fit this work I'm sorry, I don't know what to say. Here, when okay. you try to make them fit into the scheme rather than the scheme fit for them. You know what I'm saying? Well put. Thank you. It just took me a second. You're I had good. to get the gears going a little I bit. Think, I, I think I you think know, there was rumors that Nagy threw the whole through the whole off scheme on purpose to show that Andy Dalton is is well more prepared. Uh well yeah, he's like a what <laughs> Right, ten year, ten year veteran. Right. Of course, he's more prepared. So you know, if the Lions win, like you know, I think it was sad to see them lose on the technicality. I mean, we lost on a, a record setting field goal last week, and then only can be the Lions. Dude. All, all the stuff the, came out as like the play clock uh, was clearly zero. Oh and they yeah, never called it. Like it's all right. Like I, as a Lions fan, I'm not, I'm not hurt. But there are some other games that we could look at that are. Oh, I hit my phone. Very exciting. Uh, Cardinals, Rams. That's going to be a good one. Who you got? You got our boy Matt Stafford? Probably Matty. Yeah. Matty Ice? Matt, no, that's the new Matt, Matty Ice. That's, yeah. <laughs> Matt, <laughs> Matt Stafford, Stafford, Staff Daddy. Uh, I think uh, Staff God, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I think he's like fitting that Rams role. And it's good to see him. It's, it's going to be. It's good to see him flourish in that yeah, Bay offense. That's the one thing, too, like that I'm really. I've said this already like a hundred times, so it's kind of like beating a dead horse. But it's finally nice to see him get the recognition he deserves and for people to actually wake up and realize like Matt Stafford is a, a top five, if not top three quarterback in the league right now. Stafford? Yes. You don't think so? Let me think. Uh, so Kyler's name one. five. I, who's I would better. think Kyler. Who do you know here? Name three brothers. <laughs> name three brothers. I think. I think. Where Ky- are they? Kyler's, What's their hometown? Kyler's got to be. I think Stafford's top five. Like Kyler's one. I'd. I'd say Mahomes is what? Oh, not right now. I don't think Mahomes is. Mahomes has got to put like top three, right? Right I'd now, say, regardless of how he played. I'd say, yeah. If you just look over like there, the, the reason I put him in top three is because like I don't think. Other than Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, there's nobody really better at facilitating a comeback with not a lot of time or facilitating, like, the two-minute drill in the fourth quarter better than Matt Stafford. And he has a resume to prove it. I mean, you know, he has, what, like, close to 30-some comeback wins or something like that. He has has a record. He has a record for it. So there's – you really can't argue with that. He is athletic enough to make those throws. He does the no-look passes. He does – he has crazy arm slots. He can go over the top sidearm. Yeah. underhand whatever he needs to do he can make those throws he can make pinpoint all he can do all he can't do now is run as good but that's just because he's passes he doesn't even have to like yeah it's just, he's past his physical prime right but it's not like his athletic or like he still has the talent i don't know a lot of people say he's not top three but he's top three in my book i i would give it to him like but there's there's like you know honestly i would put herbert herbert in my top three like he's actually playing ridiculous right now um and you know the, we, i don't know the reason i don't like putting like Oh, you I would say oh, like you're scared. You're scared of him. Yeah, he haunts my dreams every night. Justin Herbert just That's haunts weird. my what? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't like because uh, he's only been in the league for two years, so yeah. it's not like he's. I don't know. He hasn't Chiefs. had. Yeah, but recency bias. Know. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Whatever. No, but, but okay. Moving, you know what I mean. You know on. what I mean, though. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's just I don't think he's had enough time to actually show like he's consistent enough to be this year. Okay. Because he was fine last year. He's good this year. But what's he gonna do the next three four years? I don't, I don't know, but I if I had Herbert on my team, I would be pretty happy. No offense to Jared Goff. Well, yeah, just, right now I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't know. Okay, That's moving, moving on, another game we can highlight is the Seahawks and 49ers. Obviously, the 49ers uh, left too much time on the clock and lost. The Seahawks uh, have been all right. You know, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf have been on a tear. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like the Seahawks, uh, NFC, matchup, NFC West matchups are always great. Um, the Actually, the primetime games this weekend are actually pretty sick. Bucks and Patriots. That'll be the first time Brady comes home. Yeah, to after, Foxborough. After yeah, after, after leaving the Patriots. So, yeah. um, you know, there's also a book that came out this week. Like, there's so much revolving around this whole dynamic with Belichick yeah. and him. I think I'm most excited to watch like what they do for like a tribute to him. Yeah. Like how how I because it's there's gonna no be way they boo him right there. It's it's Boston sports fans. Do you dude. think they do? That, there's no way. Here's the thing: if they do, that is the mo- that is classless even for Boston sports fans. If they do not, if they boo him, that's 
I could not, not the imagine they boo him. Like, how could you boo a man who brought so many championships? Because he didn't stay and bring him seven. That's why. That's going to be their whatever. That's okay. going to be their mo for what they're going to do. Because I, I wouldn't put. I've. I'm. Not, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. Because it's just Boston. You know what I'm okay. saying? But yeah, I mean, should they? No. No, I'm, not, I'm I hoping think they don't. I, I'm, I'm gonna say they're gonna like cheer him because they have to give some type. of I tribute. think it's gonna, you're gonna hear some boos, but it's gonna be mostly cheers. Okay, and then the final game we can highlight is Raiders and Chargers, and probably a game that you looked at Monday night at the start of the year and probably thought this game sucked uh, as a Monday night game, but, but all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, <laughs> Derek Carr and the Raiders and Justin Herbert yeah. and his fellow Chargers. What has Derek Carr been eating lately that he's just he's turned actually, it on? Okay, so I've been on the thing where he's actually been a good quarterback, and whenever we get Travis back on here, we can talk about how Sam Darnold and the Panthers are actually really good. I always knew, hey, I, people, people have been listening. I always said Sam Darnold is not the, the trash. Right. He, he's a garbage can right now because he has to carry the trash. That's right. right now. That's right. I think you and I were on that. Yeah, long we were time on. Ago. We were on the same. We, we were on the same on, wavelength. Yeah, we were on Sam Darnold, like, like, like we were, white on rice. Like, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. We could, I think we can say that. I'm no, just so. kidding. But yeah, Raiders and Chargers. Uh, Chargers like defense has been playing out of their mind as well. So it's gonna be really cool to see uh, how how they you know stop Derek Carr because Derek Carr, like you mentioned, has been on a tear. Yeah. Uh, you know, if Josh Jacobs doesn't get the nod, I mean, they have Peyton Barber who was able to run for 112 yards. Last week, so um, that's that game's gonna be good. Joe, where are they where are they playing at? Are they playing at SoFi? Or are they playing at uh playing at SoFi? Oh okay. wait, uh, actually, Chargers are home. Is that SoFi? SoFi, yes. I think they what's, share what's it name, with. What's the name of the Raiders? What's, uh, Allegiant they? Stadium. Why do you know that? Because my I've been I've been to that stadium. Oh, thank you for your service. <laughs> no problem. I'm trying to think. There's no other games here really to highlight. I mean, Chiefs not, and Eagles. Yeah, not really. Oh. Oh man, Chiefs gonna probably win though. Uh, yeah. I am. Ex- I don't know Steelers Packers. That'll be going. Kind of. Big Ben can't move. Yeah, I guess he's so. He's a root. Yeah, he's a root now. He's a root. Dude, I knew. <laughs> I watched like some highlights of last week or whatever, and he would like he doesn't even like take steps back anymore. He just like walks backwards. Yeah. He, it's just he, funny. It's really bad. Like like there was a big meme of him like just falling he should down, have, throwing the shovel pass. He should have. Yeah, he should have retired last year. It's the Steelers' fault. That's the organization's fault. They yeah. let him come back. I don't know. I think he got in his mind that he wanted to win one more championship, and then, like, they just were like, oh, yeah, like, sure, you can – yeah, like, we'll let you do that. And that was, like, three years ago, and then they're like – it's like when, like, someone, like, you have over overstays are welcome, like, you don't know how to, like, say, like, okay, like, can you can you uh, leave now? I have to go to bed or – Oh, I, I got to go run some errands. Yeah. Oh, I can come with you. You don't know what to, I think that's yeah. like the one big thing is it like also, they just don't know how to like break off the connection. Yeah. It also yeah. doesn't it doesn't help that like obviously it's been so long ago, like two thousand seven when they won their championship. Yeah, it was it was a um, while. Like that's when Kurt Warner was on the Yeah on the Cardinals, wasn't it? Was it Antonio Moss caught the no no not San Antonio was, Moss. Wasn't it Antonio Brown? Was wasn't it Antonio Brown? Yeah, in the corner he had the two toes down. That was an iconic catch really? by the way, but that I think it was let me look it up. Let me look it up. How about, okay, let me filibuster type, type, type. real quick. Bad radio real quick. Yeah, let me filibuster real quick as Joe double checks that. But, um, you know, as you look at the NFL slate, I mean, there's other games we could highlight. The Panthers-Cowboys, that game. Uh, Cowboys fans, I'm sure they believe that they are legit. But I think the Panthers, despite them getting criticisms for being 3-0, and um, are actually legit um, because – their defense is pretty solid. Sam Darnold is actually a good quarterback. San Antonio Holmes. San Antonio yeah. Holmes. What did I say? San Antonio. You said Antonio. Like, San Antonio Ross. Or yeah, San Antonio. you said Antonio Ross or something like that. Or, I don't know. I can't Why remember. does that sound familiar? Run anyway, it back if you want to know. Run it, yeah. So, um, San Antonio uh, Holmes is who caught it. Oh, thank you. Yep, no problem. <laughs> Got to make sure. All right. Got to repeat a couple is there times. Anything, is there anything else you'd like to add on this wonderful show? On this wonderful You cut me off already? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's about it. Like honestly, because like there's not really too many like big matchups that like I'm excited to see. Like everything else is kind of one sided. Maybe Colts Dolphins, maybe. Yeah. But that's gonna be so so. Maybe Browns Vikings. I don't know. Yeah. Browns are gonna destroy the Vikings. There's only a couple. Uh, there's only a couple of games that are like actually like I'm gonna watch. This is. I'm gonna make a point to watch. I think this is a tough week. This week, next week, I think uh, there'll be better the better matchups as we get into. you know, we'll see people who win and we'll see people who lose, but there's some other good matchups coming up. Bills Chiefs next week. 
So that'll yeah, be, that'd good. be good. Yeah. Uh, you got Rams Seahawks, which will be pretty good to watch. Saints yeah. Washington, that'll be a good one. Yeah, Saints next week's gonna be better. Than yeah, this next week. week, next week's definitely better. The primetime games will make up for it, and uh, as, as we mentioned, Thursday night football with the Jags and Bengals. Joe, who's your pick for Thursday for yeah. tonight? Yeah, it's gonna uh pang. Pang- penguins, penguins. penguins? <laughs> I almost said Pengals. Bengals by two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Yeah, that Jamar Chase and Jamar. Joe Burrow. Jamar. Joe Mixon's actually the, been a tear. The I man, know he has man, been. He's man, like what the worst fantasy pickup ever has finally changed everyone's mind. Number this. two rushing leader right now, mm-hmm. right behind Derrick Henry. Yeah, crazy. I know. He, he really thought. Whenever you think this guy's going to die, he never does. Yeah, he just always comes in clutch and just does whatever he needs to do. Yeah. Who would have thought, eh? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick the Bengals as well. I don't know. Bengals by 10. Yeah, I don't know. Jaguars are not. You can hold me that prediction. Unless Jaguars can score, like, was it the Jaguars that scored the 109-yard touchdown, 100 yard, 109 yard touchdown last week? Yes. Great call by Gus Johnson. Jamal yeah. Agnew, former Lion. Hey, oh. Dude, side note, Gus Johnson, best announcer there yeah. is. Dude. Without a doubt, the energy he brings and it's authentic and it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, you can just tell because like he just enjoys being there and just like in the moment. And he really made like every like game that he's called because then he didn't call the he called the Michigan Michigan State game or the Michigan Ohio State game mm-hmm. like a couple years ago and that was that electric. was electric because he was just like I don't know whenever he like whenever there's a big play he just like it just is authentic. It's not like a Joe Buck like forced like. Oh my word! He's gone eighty yards. Yeah, Gus it's Johnson, like an actual like. It also helps that he's his co-host, I believe, for this season so far. Follows games is like a keep to leave, and it's just his first year doing yeah. broadcast. So uh, a keep to leave will lay out for Gus Johnson all the time, and it's perfect because I would rather hear. No offense to the keep, but I'd rather hear Gus Johnson scream at the top of his lungs about something. Yeah, than than a keep, keep to leave trying to give some insight. Yeah. That's like what the one thing too, because who did he have like that? I don't know. He didn't really have a main partner, didn't yeah. he? It was just kind of bounced just around. Gus Johnson, and then he just whoever wants to ride sidecar with him. Yeah. I mean, Regardless, Gus Johnson, the best elite, elite company. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, Barrett. Thanks so much for joining and filling in for Brandon. I've had a blast, Joe. I've had a blast too. Always an electric time when we get together on the on the mics. Absolutely, it's great being back in the studio. Like I said, and it's. Joe, I feel like we have just a you know a little we chemistry. Just got a, we got great chemistry going, you know. Yeah. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah. Who would have thought, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Not me. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, at the MVSP on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow. You can always uh, tune into later episodes.